Welcome to the Feminist Book Chat podcast. I'm your host, Lou, founder of the FBC Paris Book Club, a community of readers that focuses on intersectional feminism. We first met as a group in September 2018 at Shakespeare and Company Bookshop. Today, we meet every month at Cavewoman Wines and sometimes online. Today on the podcast, I'm talking to Jackie and Maria Laura, co-founders of Revue Version Originale. This inclusive and intersectional literary magazine will be printed in French and English and is destined, therefore, for the multilingual reader. It will compile essays, short stories, illustrations, poems, book reviews, photography and more presented in their original language. The magazine is currently in a crowdfunding phase with the aim to print three editions per calendar year. This dynamic duo spoke to me about how the project came together, their inspirations, and where the crowdfunding money will go. They also share a sneak peek of what you can expect from the first ever issue. Projects like this really excite me. I was recently having this conversation with a friend where we were talking about this new wave of feminist activity from bookshops like Librerie Major and the soon-to-be-reopened Violette & Co, literary magazines such as Gaze and uh, La Déferlante, as well as the numerous podcasts and activists. There's a lot of hope and joy and hard work um, to be found in these projects that we can throw our support behind. In fact, the friend I was having this conversation with was Charlotte, who recently spoke to the French writer and journalist Claire Touzard for this very podcast. The two of them spent some time talking about uh, La Presse Féminine, or women's magazines, and the power that luxury brands have over, over not just those um, publications, but mainstream media in general. So when you think of independent publications such as Revue Version Originale, Gaze and La Déferlante, they're really doing the work, as we say, when it comes to creating an ad-free media. Anyway, I'm just babbling now, so I will let you get on and enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. Good morning, Jackie and Maria Laura. Welcome to the FBC Paris podcast. Thank you, Lou. Good morning. Thanks for having us, Lou. Oh, of course. So we know each other uh, offline already, but for the purpose of anyone listening, would you like to introduce yourselves? My name is Jackie Menaray. Um, I have a very French name. I'm American. I came to Paris five years ago for love. Through creating a home in Paris, I started a book club called the Immigrant Book Club. And it's been such a rich experience meeting so many different people um, and talking about books that relate to immigration or belonging. Um, and we've kind of created a, a little home community here. Um, amongst book clubbers. And then last year, Maria Laura uh, joined us as co-host for the Immigrant Book Club. And we started talking about our new project. So I'll let her introduce herself. Um, yeah, so I'm Maria Laura. Um, I'm from Ecuador and I've been living in Paris for almost 13 years now. I work in publishing, doing um, art books. 
but I've been more and more involved in um, literature, especially through book clubs like uh, Jackie's, the Immigrant Book Club that I now co-host, and the FBC. Yes, big book club vibes. We've collaborated uh, for a book club as well. I think one of my favorite sessions um, where we had, where we did a detransition baby and we actually had Tori Peters herself with us. It was incredible. We were still online. It was just a, a bright spark in a really, really crappy time for everybody. So one of my standout book club memories. So we're here to talk about your latest literary project. You're currently running a, a crowdfunding campaign. Would you like to tell us what that's about, how this idea was born, how people can support, whatever you want to share about this incredible project? So um, Revue Version Originale is a literary magazine that is going to be um, bilingual French and English so version originale means um, original version in, in French and it's the, the term used to say that films are in their original language yes. so we kind of um, adopted this term from, from cinema to use it for our review meaning that uh, we will have text in their original language whether it's English or French or um, a combination of both, or with, as we've been receiving our first contributions of French, English, and other languages. So um, yeah, I'm very focused on letting our contributors um, speak through their words in the language that they choose. That feels like a continuation of book club because having been to your book club as well, it's such an international community, even the books you read, I know the books that we read as well at the FBC Paris, there's a lot of translated literature there. For us, we were really inspired by the book club conversations that we were having. Mm. And um, we we kept having this idea like, oh, um, the literary scene in Paris, we need a magazine. Um, there's the London Review of Books in London, the Paris Review in New York. Um, and we were like, but where is Paris France's literary review? Um, mm -hmm. And so we took a look at the market and um, it exists. There are literary reviews, but we really wanted to create our own um, through this lens of version originale, um, allowing artists and authors explore um, their work through as many languages um, as they feel yeah uh, and oh sorry I was going to jump in with a question but like it might seem really obvious to us running the book clubs that we do but I know it's not always as obvious to uh well I can't assume that it's obvious to everyone that's a mistake I often make but in terms of this very original idea in terms of mixing languages um could you speak a little bit as well about the inclusion and diversity aspects that you have in mind? Um, yes, definitely. So we really wanted that to be a pillar of the of the literary review. Um, so in the in our choice of contributors, we really want to expand that to a lot of different voices, um, whether it's women or sexual minorities, people from different backgrounds um, in what, what they do in Paris from different um, places, if there are immigrants that are coming to Paris or who have different origins, 
Um, so yeah, we wanted this to be a, a review that feels safe for a lot of different mm. people to read and to write for. Um, and I think that our our authors are really taking that even further. So that's that's great. Is there anything that you can share about what people can who people can expect to read? So we have we just shared um, one of our first contributors is uh, Meli Boltznasar. She's a Lebanese, Franco Lebanese. Um, person who writes poetry. She wrote a first book a few years ago called um, Conte une réponse, where she um, writes about or, or takes fairy tales and spins them into a modern, um, with a modern view, with a very inclusive, very, you know, sometimes like a gender swapping or yeah. completely. Um, reversing the moral of the story and she's publishing another um, updated version of that of that book soon um yeah um we also have emily monaco um emily's a food journalist here in paris um she's a freelance writer um and she writes fiction and also interviews um, and essays we have also a um, photographer called uh, La Tecita. She is a uh, Franco-Mexican and she had, does like a visual essay of um, her visit to her family's home in Mexico and writes about her, you know, the her link to her identity as um, a Mexican person living in France. That all sounds very rich and fabulous. But there's been a lot of work going on behind the scenes, I imagine, because this is a project that you're doing on top of the nine to five. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How's uh, that been? How's it been? Yeah. Uh, yeah um, so we started coming together, I think, last fall, and we really had this idea of, OK, let's create a magazine. But then we were looking at each other like, okay, how are we doing this? So consulted <laughs> our friend Google a lot. Um, uh, I mentioned this earlier, we were looking at tons of different magazines, just seeing what was in there, of where course. they were printing, um, who was writing for them, um, how frequently they were publishing, um, who uh, were sponsoring them. So we we looked at all these factors and then we were like, okay, so this is what the current uh, lit magazine is like in France. How are we different? And then we really built our mission statement from that. And then uh, luckily Maria Laura took the lead for creating an association. So uh, we have a nonprofit organization status in France. Um, so that we can crowdfund um, and sell our magazine. Um, but as, as you know, printing costs so much money. Um, so we're just breaking even, which is why this crowdfunding is so important because um, we really want this project to continue. And um, yeah, we need your help um, <laughs> listening. Um, if you're interested in the magazine, go check out our crowdfunding. It's on a platform called Hello Asso, um, and it's open until I think mid September. Yeah, I think so. Because um, you're hoping to raise five thousand euros. 
right? Yes. Which it doesn't sound like a lot, but I know when you're the one running the crowd campaign, crowdfunding campaign, it like, you know, it is. And it is also like, I'm not going to say 5,000 euros, it's nothing. So that money is going to be going towards like, where will people see their money go? So uh, as Jackie said, a big chunk of the money is going to the actual printing of the printing and shipping. Um, We're trying to work with French printers and having um, paper that is um, certified so that that we we really want to do something that reflects our values. Um, Another part of the... um, of the contributors' money is going to go to towards the the authors, the illustrators, photographers. Right. We believe that their work should be compensated. As we are starting, um, our compensation is is pretty low. We we must say so. Every um, that that money will help us raise that that um, that fee that we can give our authors. Yeah, and I imagine if you go over, uh, then that's just kind of more money that you can give to the, exactly. you know, that you would like to give to the contributors. So anything, exactly. you know, over, people know that it's going to the contributors, which is great. Yeah, yeah, everything over will go to the contributors. Um, and then there's the less interesting <laughs> percent that goes towards like administrative fees, uh, the cost oh. of um, having a website, of having a bank account, yes, all the hidden little costs that um, add up. <laughs> I know paying contributors is something that's a value that we all share really strongly. When we did the Kate Gavino event at the Fantastic Dirty Lemon, uh, I know we all it was kind of unspoken um, that we we wanted to pay Kate for her for her time uh, because you know. I feel like in book club and when authors come to our sessions, either virtually or in person, um, yeah, I find it quite hard to ticket events and to, you know, ask people to contribute. But at the same time, a lot of authors, I feel, give their time and their energy for, for, for free. And, you know, we have to be conscious of that. Yeah, I think that a lot of people don't realize how much work goes um, into the actual promotion of the book, not only through the the editor or the publisher, but also a lot of time that the author puts puts in themselves that is not paid, um, especially authors that are still starting and that Mm -hmm require a lot of um, visibility so I think that that is that that is work so it should be compensated how can how can people support you so you can pre-order and uh, we have other um, little rewards and goodies that you can that you can get um, depending on the amount of your pre-order you can pre-order more than one so hopefully That, that is a way that people can definitely support um, the most important way, <laughs> yeah. but also in spreading the word, talking to to their friends, to their communities, um, to yeah. their bookstores, maybe. Um, so, yeah. yeah, definitely spreading the word is an important, an important way to, to help us. And if um, if I've got this correct, it's going to be three issues per year. Yes. 
each with a specific theme that ties all of the creativity within the magazine together. Yes. And there's a specific theme for the first issue. Would you like to share a little bit about that? Um, sure. So um, we wanted to create our first issue kind of furthering the book club conversations that we've had. And in reading a lot of immigrant literature, um, we always came back to this concept of home. Um, and so our first issue is dedicated to the contemporary meaning of home. Where is home? Who creates a home? Um, can home mean many places? And then what was really interesting was when we started translating that into French, um, we used chez soi, but um, the concept of home and the meaning behind it doesn't really translate well in French. Uh, do you want to speak more about that? Um, yeah, so the, the, to have like a, just a word like home that means both, you know, a physical place, but also an abstract notion of like mm. where one feels at home. Um, yeah. in, in French, like if we translated it as like maison, it's more tied to, uh, to just like a physical place. But um, right. we found like it, we, it was a bit of a reflection to come out with, a, with a word like chez soi, like that is what captures the, the same meaning as home. Um, but I think, yeah, home is a very um, versatile word, um, more so in English than maybe in other languages. Is there anything else you'd like to say about the crowdfunder or the crowdfunding or the magazine? Um, about the crowdfunding, we still have, like, as you mentioned at the beginning, um, a bit over 50 days. Um, but every contribution counts. So there's very different amounts that anybody can contribute. So if it's a little bit or a lot, <laughs> um, it's open to all of that. So I, I know that right now it's the holidays or the holidays in France are starting. That's why we decided to have it longer because people might be not necessarily um, connected and that uh, all for the best. Um, but yeah, definitely spread the word and um, let's hope it, we can make it happen. Yeah, and it's really easy to support us on Instagram. We have an Instagram account for the review. It's called at um, uh, review version original. It's spelled the French way. So don't forget the E at the end. Yeah, we're really thrilled about this project. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, we've been kind of scheming away at this idea and like now it's out in the world and like we've had such a positive start. So we hope to keep up the momentum um, for the magazine. And uh, yeah, we, we thank everyone that's supported so far and our future supporters as well. Um, so yeah, we can't wait to continue the conversation, talk about the magazine again, maybe our second issue on the pod. Uh, <laughs> With but... pleasure. It's very, very exciting. Maybe let's just talk about reading because that's something that all of us really, really like to do. Do you have anything special on your summer reading list? That you'd like to talk about? I just started reading Bees um, by Lelaine Paul. So for our book club, we read her book, uh, Pod, that was uh, shortlisted for the Women's Prize. And I really, really liked it. It was about dolphins, but she had written before that about a community of bees in a bee colony. Um, so I think it will be very, very interesting and unfortunately still relevant.
And for me, um, I well, this summer, uh, my day job, we've been talking a lot about the Africa diaspora um, and Black community in France. And so I was able to go on this literary walk. I learned about a lot of authors, a lot of Black American authors that came to Paris um, as kind of a sanctuary in the 50s and 60s and 70s. An author that comes to everyone's mind is James Baldwin, but then I also Mm. learned about Richard Wright, uh, Chester Himes, and I recently met um, a Black American author in Paris, and he just published a book called Viper's Dream. And so I just got it at the bookstore. It's by Jake Lamar. So I'm looking forward to reading that because he takes a lot of inspiration from Chester Himes and uh, Richard White and James Baldwin um, and mixes it into crime novel. Um, in I'm going to be reading Wandering Souls by Cecile Pinn, which is uh, already out in English and is going to be coming out in French at the end of August. Well, listen, ladies, thank you so much for your time this morning. Very excited uh, for the magazine and the crowdfunder. Thank you so much, Lou. Of course. Wishing you all the best. Thanks once again for listening. You can support this fantastic project via the links in the show notes. Head to Jackie and Maria Laura's Instagram at Review Version Originale to discover the project in more detail. You can also find the books and authors mentioned in the episode via the show notes. If you're new to the FBC Paris, welcome. If you'd like to support us, keep listening. You can follow us on Instagram or Substack. You can come to Book Club. You can talk about us to your friends. Until next time.